podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with Mr. Sam Jones again. You already know I always love talking to Mr. Sam Jones. He's got an opinion on everything and I love it. So, Sam, how's things? <laughs> I need to be less opinionated. <laughs> I'm good, Andrew. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good, mate. I'm just out at the gym uh, this morning, done a couple of hours, got my cup of tea in my Thanks. hand, ready to talk to to yourself. So let's just jump straight into it. You were at the fight on Saturday night, Joshua versus Franklin. Yeah. Um, obviously, I heard a couple of interviews from yourself, and I think we spoke about it as well, that you wanted to, you almost wanted to see the, the old spiteful Joshua, the one that yeah. would knock Jimmy and Franklin out in three, four rounds so we get back to the old yeah. Joshua. We didn't, get, we didn't see that. We saw a more tentative Joshua. So just give me your thoughts on the fight itself. Um, I don't know. Uh, I found it. Um, I found it like not sad watching the fight, but I just thought he just didn't look like he wanted to be there, Andy. Like he was kind of going through the motions a little bit, and um, that isn't Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is a spiteful, punching, aggressive. Like wants to get his man out of there. Like he just, he didn't look terrible by any means. Like he wasn't, it wasn't a terrible performance. Because I think Jermaine Franklin, um, and I'll and I'll and I'll give him credit where it's due. Like he's 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 a lot better than what what I gave him credit for. I'll, I'll be honest with that. But ultimately, elite heavyweights should be getting rid of Jermaine Franklin, in my personal opinion. And I'm not being disrespectful to Jermaine Franklin, but. The old Anthony Joshua would have destroyed Jermaine Franklin. Mm. Um, That's just my opinion, mate. The fight itself, then. Obviously, we did see Joshua land that that right hand that's put a lot of people away. But I think the commentary shared it as well. When I was sort of like saying it in my head when I was watching the TV, was bring something in behind the right hand. He was landing a nice right hand, but if he took behind it, maybe could he have got him out of there? Joe was mad. I was sat next to Joe Cordina here. Ben Davison was on that side. Jack, obviously, Jack was sat there, but Ben Davison was sat literally next to Jack. And Ben was just like, twos and threes. He was like, he was like, he was like shouting. He was like, don't wait, don't wait. Like when Jermaine Franklin was coming back with something, Joshua had to respond with something. I just think it was just such a tentative, one-paced performance from 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 Anthony Joshua. And um, I don't know. Like, do you know when he was in the clinch? He was like looking into the, into the crowd, like, I just, I don't know, I just found it a little bit, a little bit sad watching him fight, like, a little bit, like, cause it wasn't the old AJ we come to expect, and like, Andy, I still think, you can still see, he's fit, he's strong, he did the 12 rounds, and like, cause I know he get, he does worry, it's all between the ears with Anthony Joshua, it's all psychological, you can see that, and like, I still think he can get it back, but, he just looks like, I know it's a, uh, <laughs> cliche, but like, He's lost the eye of the tiger a little bit. Mm. That's the thing. It's like, <clears throat> I was sort of like watching it and not hoping he would get the stoppage because if he did get the stoppage when and one of them spectacular knockouts like the Charles Martin, the Pavetkin sort of knockouts, then his his confidence would have just went, boom, through the roof. Because that's of like two back-to-back-to-back to back to back losses against Usyk, I mean, maybe in the back of his mind says, if I lose this fight, that's three in a row. It's close, isn't it? I think AJ would probably admit that if somebody asked him, like, was was you nervous? Because he looked nervous. He looked very nervous, and he did, he just didn't look like the Anthony Joshua that we've seen over the years. That there's these packed stadiums, and he just looked like 
genuinely like he didn't really want to be there. Like he said in his post right interview, like I don't really want to do. There's too many media outlets, and there's like there's that like, you don't really want to do. And I get it, and I do get it. Um, but I don't know. I was just I was just a bit as a fan. I was just a bit like <laughs> that kind of thing. It was a bit that type of performance and. Andy, like I'm not just saying this, but I'm a I really am a big fan of Anthony Joshua. Like I'm a fan of his. Like I I, I was shouting for him. Like I wanted, but I just he's just got to get back into gear. Like and if he doesn't want to, that's fine. Retire. Do you understand what I mean? Like you've got more money than you can spend in ten lifetimes. You've got houses all over the world. You've got, as I say, you've got everything you want in life. But he doesn't look very happy. Does that make sense? Like he doesn't look very happy like at the moment. And I just think I hope he gets it back and I hope he finds peace like in his life type of thing. Because it's like if he wants the box, then I'll support him because I'm an AJ fan. Like I want him to do well. But if he doesn't want a box, box, he's had a great career. Do you understand what I mean? Is that but in my opinion, he's still got lots he should still have lots in lots in the in the tank because he's still young for a heavyweight, really. I kind of wanted to see that like do you know when Klitschko got knocked out a few times in his in his earlier in his earlier part of his career, and he kind of linked up with Manny Stewart, and Manny Stewart made him the force that he was. Okay, albeit it wasn't a good error, a very good error in heavyweight boxing until obviously Tyson come along and 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 beat him. But he was dominating heavyweight boxing. I was kind of hoping that type of Anthony Joshua would come out like a a rebirth type of thing, and he's going to have another really good run. But it, listen. I was disappointed, but it wasn't it wasn't a terrible performance by any stretch, but it was just the kind of thing. It was that it, that's the that's the only way I could describe that was what I, I was I was I left the O2 arena like thinking he could have done a probably a bit more, but let's see. I mean I would like to see him fight um I, I listen, if I'm looking after Anthony Joshua next, and I know it's controversial, but if if I was looking after Anthony Joshua next, I would get a confidence builder and I would do it in the form of Jarrell Miller because there's beef there. They did the gloves are off. People would be interested in it. It's It would be tasty warm up, a tasty build up. And I think it would bring something out of Anthony Joshua. I think Jarrell Miller would be the perfect opponent for AJ next because I think he'd lever him if I'm honest. Um, or someone like Dillian White, like that, that it's got to be those two, but the talks of let's do Fury next, like no mate, or Joe Joyce, like, you know, Joe's my guy. I would lo I would love Joe to have that type of night against someone like Anthony Joshua. But mate, that wouldn't be competitive. Off the off the that re the, that form there, it wouldn't be competitive. That was going to be my sort of next question, but I just want to jump on something you said there with the Klitschko teaming up with uh, Manny Stewart. Yeah, there. that's the same sort of thing. Now, Joshua's had three coaches in the last three four fights. He's teamed up with Derek yeah. James. He seems very very happy with Derek James now. Obviously, that takes time when a fighter who's who's like an old school fighter, not an old school fighter, but an old fighter, Anthony Josh. He's been in the game over twelve years now, in the and well, no, eleven years in the pro ranks. So he needs that time to gel with Derek James. And in the corner, you couldn't have heard about Derek James was saying, "Go to the body, left it over the body, come to the body." He done it in the eleventh round, and he landed the shot. Took him until the eleventh round to land the shot that Derek James was asking for. So there's still he needs time to gel with Derek James. And listen, that's and that's why I say so. Don't clickbait me about that. Oh, it's, it's not competitive with it's not competitive with Joe Joyce. Well, clickbait you, shut up, Sam. I clickbait you all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like it's not competitive based on um, that performance. Mm -hmm. You understand? 
that performance, it's not. But the old Anthony Joshua, it's very competitive. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a pick and fight, really. But I just think that AJ needs to, if he wants to have, if he wants to carry on boxing and he's happy, give him a confidence builder with someone like Jerome Miller because it's a good fight. Like it's a good fight for him up here. Jerome Miller will will talk a lot. It will be a good build up, and ultimately he's tailor made for someone like AJ. Bit of a plodder, not very fast. Big, 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 massive target to hit. Um, yeah, that's what I would do next. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do we need a Jarrell Miller, Dillian White type to bring out that spiteful yeah. Anthony Joshua yeah. in the build-up to a fight so the press conference yeah. away and there's going to be yeah. shoving, there's going to be that sort of bully tactics from his opponent. So yeah. we need that to see the spiteful Joshua. We want to we want to see, like, <laughs> we want to see that spike come back. We want to see... Do you remember when AJ was just dogging it out with Dillian in the O2 Arena? Like it when it just it just turned into a scrap. We need to see, like, like Jermaine Franklin's not a big talker. He isn't a big talker. Not calling him boring, but he's not like, oh, I can't wait to watch Jermaine Franklin fight. Do you know what I mean? He's not yeah. um Usyk, he's not a big talker. Genius of a man, unbelievable fighter, but he's not like a big he doesn't speak much English, and it's like it's it's this Jarrell Miller would come over here and Dillian White and then stick it straight on AJ on the press conference. Then it would be tasty. And I think AJ needs that hunger. Not not the hunger because you can see he trains. Like you can see AJ, there's no, he's left no stone unturned with the training. There's nothing wrong with that. And his conditioning, there was nothing wrong with the conditioning. Um, it's more the let's go type of thing. Let's let get his juices flowing. That that's what I think he um I think he needs that. That's what I think. I think the opponent choice, not that they'll regret it um, because he's got another 12 rounds under his belt, which is not the worst thing in the world when you've got a new coach. But ultimately, that crowd in the O2 Arena were baying for a knockout. So I think Jerome Miller, bring Jerome Miller to the O2 Arena in that wolf pit type atmosphere. And you're going to see Anthony Joshua bring back the spike, which I hope he does because I think he's just, I think. People don't give AJ enough credit in the sense of I looked at that. I've been to a few boxing shows recently and you look back in the stands and there's loads of empty seats, Andrew. And for me, like in a sport that I absolutely love, that I owe everything to, I don't like seeing it. I like to see packed arenas. I want to see all the boys get paid what they're meant to be getting paid. Um, I went to the O2 Arena on Saturday and it was packed, absolutely packed. And the atmosphere was incredible. And that's because of one man, Anthony Joshua. Um, and we need AJ. This country needs AJ. Boxing needs and needs Anthony Joshua for a little while longer yet. We need a hungry AJ. We need a hungry. We, we need we need a hungry Anthony Joshua back, uh, Andrew. And we need him quickly because, as I say, it's not. There's not very many people. I did my podcast yesterday. I was talking to Mick Conlon. There isn't many fighters like Mick who has his own fan base and stuff, and Canelo Alvarez. Josh Warrington, he's coming towards the end of his career. Um, AJ, there isn't many fighters that pack arenas out anymore, at Andy, especially over, over in this country. They're few and far between. So long may Anthony Joshua continue, mate, because he has been the best servant to British boxing. And I would love to see him competitive with the elite again. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart because I respect him a lot. Sam, I, I agree with everything you said there. Now, just to touch on the Tyson Fury fight. Now, I've said this in numerous interviews. I probably said it to you as a selfish boxing fan. No matter what happens in their careers, 
I want to see them fight. Six losses, ten losses here. I still want to see Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. That can be yeah. both belts. That can, both of them coming off losses. I, as a selfish boxing fan, I want to see that fight. So in an ideal world, Joshua beats a Dylan White or a Jarrell Miller. Then, ready for Tyson Fury in the autumn? Do you want me to be my, give my, again, my honest opinion on this situation? I think you will see Tyson Fury against AJ. I do think that. But I think you're going to see it when they're both on their last legs. I think you're going to see, I was just about to say, Manny Pacquiao against Floyd Mayweather when it's the last cash out type of thing, the very last one. And it's a bit of a, I I, I just see it. I think in in the way boxing is at the moment, that's my honest opinion, what I believe will happen. I think the fight will happen. Um, Because no doubt, they both have each other's numbers. Yeah. And they will be messaging each other, whether it's once a month or whenever. And they'll be like, we've got to do this type mm-hmm. of thing. Do you understand what I mean? But what one thing is for certain, you've got to get them both in a room together and get the deal done while they're both present. That's my honest opinion. Because, listen, I'll be happy if I see the fight whenever. Because I just think, like you, I'm a selfish boxing fan. I want to see that fight. Because whenever... I get spoken to by randomers of that like boxing and stuff. All they ever say to, to, to me is like, oh, wouldn't it be great if Fury fights AJ? Like everybody wants to see that fight. Like everybody would want to see that fight. Whether it doesn't matter who you think's gonna win, Tyson Fury will be the, the favourite. But I just think they're both gonna fight each other and they're both gonna fight each other when it's like your Pacquiao may with a situation. And it will still do great numbers. It will still do great numbers, but I just think that it will be a it will be a a Mayweather Pacquiao type event. I know that that again. People tuned into that Mayweather Pacquiao event, even though it was um, past their sort of sell by past their sell by date is probably a, a too strong a word, but I know no, what you no, mean. I think they were tuned into the fight. I think people will still um will still go for it. I think people will still tune in, buy the pay per view, go to the event if it's yeah. one of the stadium. I think it will still sell out. But again, Listen. you want to get them in their prime. Yeah, and listen. By the way, sorry about the. I'm having an extension, so it's making all the builders making noise. But okay, no, yeah. um, I, I just think that that's what you're gonna say. Like, that's my honest opinion, Andrew. I just think that's why it's so refreshing. By the way, because you've got Tank and Garcia fight, which I think is hands down the best fight in world boxing. Yeah, I think that's the best fight in world boxing. I think boxing needs fights like that to happen. Spence Crawford, I, I'm hearing. They've picked up talks again. But like, it's almost I'm bored of talking about Spence Crawford now. Like, I'm bored of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Fury will always be there, Andrew. But I just think, in my humble opinion, that we're going to see that fight. We will see it. But it will be not when we want to see it. Yeah. Which is, but well, as long as we see it, in my eyes. Um, Sam, I do want to quickly get your thoughts on, on Jack Carroll. Um, yeah. Post up saying you you're delighted to be advising his career going forward. Now he's signed with Matchroom. He's going to be fighting on the zone. Yeah, just talk to me about that and how happy you are for Jack. Yeah, listen, I'm delighted to be working with somebody like Jack because he's a throwback in the sense of he'll fight anybody, any any challenge. And listen, I'm I'm, I'm blessed to be working with people like that. I've always um, I've worked with a lot of good fighters in in the past that have a similar mindset to that, and they're. The, he's 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 a great kid, Jack. I'm 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 proper proper privileged and excited to be working with him, mate. Um, obviously he's got a fight on May 27th. Uh, yeah, and I think he's out again. I think they've got a pencil date in 
again to get him out quickly to keep him busy. Uh, where's this Regis Progray fight? Can you give a shining light on this? Is this a possibility? Yeah, so just... That fight was there. That fight was there. Um, things happened. It didn't materialise. But um, we, I, I was speaking with with uh, Frank Smith and Eddie on uh, at the weekend, and I was like, listen, Jack's going to fight in on May the 27th. He's not boxed for such a long time now, so he's going to have a 10-12 have a rounder. And then September, we're looking for a big one. And then three fights in nine months for Jack Cattrall, Andrew. And it's uh, we're really looking forward to it. And Jack's obviously ecstatic with the fact that he's now got some some uh, stability in his career. Knows when he's boxing. And he knows as soon as he's boxed on May on May, 20, uh, May 27th, a couple of weeks off, one or two weeks off, straight back into camp, big one. And some big names being spoken about. He's going to headline the Manchester Arena uh, in the last quarter of the year, Andrew. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that, mate. Good news, good news. Um, I spoke to Josh Taylor last night and I said... I watched, with, it. I watched your interview. I watched where it. Where does that leave the, the rematch then? Obviously, Josh is with top rank in ESPN out in the UK Sports and then Eddie Hearn and the zone over here. So, again, we know the networks and different promoters that when they have yeah. these fighters, it's, the deal gets harder to be made. No, I, I, I honestly disagree in this, in this sense because, look, Andrew, me and you had a conversation off camera, right? And... What did I tell you about Josh Taylor? I respect Josh, and I, 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 I'm a fan of his, yeah? And I don't like the fact that... Um, so, Josh, if he's uh, watching, I don't like the fact that he gets his career, like his whole career defined by a lot of people, which you see it, oh, you lost to Jack Cattrall. He, he, listen, he thinks he won the fight. I, I beg to difference pretty much the, the whole world do as well. But it is what it is. He's still been the undisputed champion. He's still boxed undefeated fighter after undefeated fighter. If you look at his record, it's elite. Like, it's elite what he's achieved. Absolutely unbelievable. He's beat Regis Progre. Um, he beat Regis Progre in a very close fight, but it was an unbelievable, one of the best fights you'll see. Um, my opinion, he lost to Jack. The rematch is always going to be there, Andrew. And he's got, I can't look at that. Someone asked me, they were like, oh, it, it, he's ducked Jack to fight Lopez. I, I don't think you can say he's ducked somebody to fight Tiafimo Lopez. You understand what I mean? It's a great fight with Lopez, and I wish him all the best. Um, I think uh, he wasn't in the best form, Josh. I know he hurt his foot and stuff, but that's a great fight with Lopez. And providing Jack keeps winning, and Josh, even if, say, for example, one of them lost, the fight's always going to be there because Josh knows, because he's a fighting man deep down, he wants to fight Jack again. I know he does. I don't. I don't need to wind Josh up and say, oh, yeah, you're scared to fight. Because I know deep down in Josh's heart, he knows that fight was, he, he, he got a bit of a, a lucky, a lucky escape that night, but he did, yeah. He wants to, he wants to put that right. He wants to put that right and think, I, I'll show you this time. And so we're going to get it, Andrew. I do believe we're going to get it. Jack's going to have, you, you can't base your career, Jack's, base Jack's career around chasing the Josh Taylor fight. He did that for a year. Jack's going to have his own uh, big nights coming. And then we'll get together when the time's right and we'll make that fight. We will, I am confident of that. We will make that fight. And, I'm, and I believe Jack will be bringing a world title to the, to the table this time, to the negotiation table. But I've got no doubts in my mind that fight will happen because sensible heads will prevail. I'm easy to work with. Um, as I say, top rank, I've dealt with them in the past. Great to work with. Eddie, easy. Listen, we'll, sit, we'll, get, we'll get together and we'll make that fight. And... Uh, We'll see what we'll see what we'll see what happens. Who knows? It could be a trilogy, Andrew. Who knows? Well, you know me. I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm all down for the trilogies. I like the Pacquiao yeah. Morales trilogy, the Ward Guy trilogy. I'm all down. Tyson Fury Wilder trilogy. I'm down to trilogies. 
but, but, that, but that's fair. But that's fair enough. That what I've just said about Josh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, as I say, I've got respect for, for Josh Taylor as a, as a fighter. I just think Jack beat him on the night, and uh, we'll see. We'll see the rematch whether it's in whether it's the end of this year, whether it's the first quarter of the following year. We will see it. Could see it at one force. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, that fight's always going to be there. There's always going to be spite involved because they both don't particularly like each other, and um, yeah. That it'll be it'll be a fantastic rematch when it when it eventually happens. But listen, all the best to him against against Tiafimo Lopez. I'll be watching that. Really looking forward to that. But I think it's June the tenth in the Hulu. June the tenth in the in the Hulu. Yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, I hope he gets some coverage as well because when he boxed Ramirez, he got no coverage whatsoever. When he won the undisputed title, great performance from him. Hopefully, hopefully he gets a uh, he gets uh, a lot of coverage for that fight because again, it's another fight and another another great fight for for, for Josh. Definitely. Well, good luck, uh, Sam, with, with Jack. And obviously, a year out the ring for for Jack is a, is a long time. And it's he not had good a, enough. It's not. It's he not had good. A long, yeah. Before the Josh Taylor fight, he had another year out the ring, or whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, Andrew, that was the key thing to this, right? The key decision, right? Because listen, bear in mind, you have to remember, and I always reiterate this when I've worked, when I'm back involved with fighters again. Fighters are the boss, Andrew. Mm. If fighters instruct you, yeah, to do something, you, you have to do it. You can advise, yeah, you can advise. You can say. I think this, but ultimately, Jack wanted to sign with Matchroom, and and he wanted uh, stability in his career, and he wanted a path. We've got the path. We've got the fight dates. Now it's time for Jack to Jack to get in the gym, do what he does best, and uh, become a world champion. Exactly. Well, Mr. Sam Jones, I've had you for a long time again. Um, you're an absolute diamond of a man for taking some time out for me again. But listen. Hopefully I'll Thank see you in the next show, wherever that may be. Um, I don't know when it will be, but hopefully I'll see you the next one. And uh, listen, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Yeah, you too, Andrew. Thank you for, for having me, mate. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you, sir. Thank you very much, Sam. Thumbs up, brother. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.